Welcome to the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast. The real estate market is shifting. The time is now. The Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast is your home for the mindset, tactics, and tools needed to break through your limiting beliefs and find freedom by investing in foreclosure deals. Don't buy a house, buy a deal. You need to get into this right now. And now, your host, the Foreclosure Deals Coach, Donnie Corum. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast. I'm your host and the Foreclosure Deals Coach, Donnie Corum. Thank you so much for tuning in each and every single week to the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast, where, by the way, we discuss the mindset, tactics, and tools that you're going to need to become a successful real estate investor. I'm so excited to be here. I know, I know I say that each and every single week, but I'm generally excited to be here each and every single week. I, I think about doing something that you love all the time and then being able to express that to other people via this incredible medium that we call podcasting. I just can't think of anything else I would rather be doing with my time than that. So I'm super excited to have you guys on board at the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast. As we do each and every week, we're going to hop into a little mindset stuff for y'all. So let's take a look at our quote of the day. And the quote of the day is coming from H. Jackson Brown Jr., who unfortunately passed away um, in 2021. So the late H. Braxton down H. Jackson Brown Jr. But he said, and I quote, the best preparation for tomorrow is doing your best today. And I want to unpack that just a little bit, okay? Because regardless of where you are in your investing career, if you're working a day job, if you're a pizza delivery driver, I don't care what your role is. What Mr. Brown is referring to here is you should be the best at it that you can. I understand that a lot of you are looking to transition your career, your income, your life into real estate investing, but I'll tell you, don't make the mistake that I made. When I was transitioning over, I was working for a software outfit, and I'll be frank with you, I didn't really care much for my job. I didn't care for what I was doing, and I kind of slacked off, to be frank with you. I had this line of checks, right? So my goal was I took my first check and I published it. I, I took a copy of it and I published it on one wall of my cubicle, right? And then as I got deals done, I started to put the checks on the, my cubicle wall and it wrapped, and I told everybody that when the checks wrapped from one side of my cubicle to the other side of my cubicle, I was going to quit the job and I was going to do real estate full time. Okay. I was about two thirds. I don't know. I would say I was probably five or six checks away from completing that collage, if you will, when I was called into the HR office at my company and they said, we're going to need you to take those checks down. Like why? He says, well, it's bad for morale. You're making way more money as a real estate investor than you're making, than you're making here. And people are complaining about it. I go, well, I think pictures of people's family offends me, right? So if they're offended by that, my checks, then I'm offended by that. They go, that's not how it works. You know, you're going to have to take the checks down. I said, and if I refuse, then we're probably going to have to let you go, right? Which they did shortly afterwards. And I got to be frank with you, it was a blessing. I went home to my then wife. I told her I'd been laid off from my job, fired from my job because of real estate investing. And her response was, 
might be the best thing that ever happened to you. Turned out it was, in fact, the best thing that ever happened to me. But going back to this quote, while you're in whatever you're doing for a living, do it the best that you can. Don't make that mistake. Be good at wherever you happen to be. If you're a pizza delivery driver, be the best darn pizza delivery driver, Domino's, wherever you're at, has ever seen. Excel at where you're at because getting that process of doing your best today will translate into your new career of foreclosure investing much faster than you think. Excellence is a way of life, okay? So if you focus on excellence, you're always going to do better. I took the wrong route on that. I took the attitude. I didn't want to be there, and I tried to get out sooner than I should have. Ultimately, I ended up getting fired. It worked out well. I became the foreclosure deals coach. I did a lot of deals, but it was super risky. While you're making your transition from whatever you do professionally to full-time real estate investing, take the time to do your current job to the best of your ability, get super good at it, get super focused on it, and you will find that your life is going to improve drastically better by taking the right mindset about whatever it is you do right now. Okay, so with that, let's hop into it. We're going to do our news article of the day. And to do that, we're going to hop in here and share screen. So you guys can see my screen. And here we go. Presenting, sharing screen. All right. And here we go. All right. Got an article today that says... It's from the Montana Public Radio, and basically it's talking about that even grizzly bears are getting priced out as Montana real estate booms. Well, a lot of cool stuff is happening in Montana right now. You may have noticed that uh, that show, uh, Yellowstone, with Kevin Costner, incredible show, but it is creating a lot of... Um, interest in the Montana market. So they, they bring up the grizzly bears because there's a lot of grizzly bear habitats that are conservation areas that are starting to get priced out because the land is getting so valuable as the human population grows and the grizzly bears starting to get priced out of the market. These conservations are no longer working out like they used to. Okay. Now, obviously, we want to protect the bears. We don't want them eating people and we want to protect our wildlife in general. But this is a sign of the times, is it not? That the real estate everywhere is starting to go up. I think Montana has been one of the sleepier markets for a very long time, right? That now is starting to see a lot of momentum as people are watching Yellowstone in general. But just keep in mind that we have a big population shift. In general, right, where there's just more people and the wide open spaces are getting more valuable as people want to move into that area. So get out in front of that, right? You're going to want to realize that's happening. And we talked about it in a previous show, anticipate that change and get out in front of it by doing deals today. Because we're pricing ourselves out of markets all across the country that previously were untaken, unkept, and not as desirable. I'm still not a fond of the idea of buying land in the middle of Montana because I'm more of a city boy myself. But Kevin Costner has a great line in Yellowstone that I loved. And he, he's asked, he goes, well, you know, why won't you sell the land? He really wanted, his kids wanted him to sell the land. And um, 
get 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 the money out of it. And he said, if I had if you had all the money in the world, this is what you'd buy. And he was referring to the acreage, the hundreds or thousands of acres that Kevin Costner's character owns, the Yellowstone land that he owns, is is was the most valuable thing that he thought he could add because you can't make more land. Is that not true? Imagine what that land was going for 10 years ago, 20 years ago. You could buy a acre of land in Colorado for four or five thousand dollars. Now you'd be lucky to find an acre in good areas for twenty-five to thirty thousand dollars. Land is going up in value because we're making more people, we're not making more land. Okay. So it's just a solid investment. And the opportunity now for people who want to invest in those areas is really taking off. That gets us kind of the meat and potatoes of the show today, which is getting your financial house in order so you can buy your first deal. We talk all the time on some of the steps that you're going to need to take. One of them is you got to form an LLC. I just got off the phone with one of my lenders that works exclusively with military personnel. Incredible opportunity. I love to talk to anybody looking to transition or supplement their military income by doing their first deal. And I intend on focusing a lot of my effort on the military personnel. My Both of my parents are ex-military. My mom served in the Army. My dad served in the Air Force. I never served myself, but I really appreciate military people who want to work with them, help them do their first deal. Well, one of the things the guy said out of the gate is we only lend to entities. Okay, which means you have to have an LLC or an S corporate incorporation. They cannot lend to individuals. Now, why is that? Let's unpack that just a little bit. Well, the reason is this is commercial lending when you're getting a hard money loan. You're not dealing with normal residential lending and Fannie Mae guidelines and FHA requirements and things of that nature. So they can only lend to businesses. So the property must be held by an entity. It's very easy in most states to hop onto their Secretary of State website and form your LLC. Takes just a few minutes to do it. Here in Colorado, it's like 50 bucks or 55 bucks, I think it went up to, to get that established. So you're going to want to get that done. Next up, you want to get an EIN number from the IRS because you're going to need that EIN number to open a business bank account. These are all requirements that are going to be needed to get your entity set up to prepare to do your first deal. Once you've got your first deal in place, or you got, sorry, you got all that entity stuff in place. One of my recommendations is to head on out to the NAV application. I'm going to show you NAV here in just a, a tidge because NAV is a business credit company that helps people to form their business credit and get your business, um, Get your business identity matched to getting credit set up. So business financing is complicated, as they allude to, because a lot of people don't get it. Do you know that your entity has its own social security number? That's the EIN. And it also has its own credit score. You're going to want these lines of credit. Ideally, you get enough lines of credit that you can buy a property using a line of credit, which makes you basically a cash buyer. That would be an awesome opportunity. But also, you can get smaller lines of credit that can cover your rehab costs, right? Cover your ability to do deals because you can pay your contractors off this line of credit. Now you're tying up your business credit as opposed to your own cash. And that's going to be hugely beneficial for people who want to get started. So after you form your entity, head on over to nav.com, get set up with them. They will connect you with business lines of credit providers that can help you to do deals using your business credit. And the more deals that you do, the more 
business credit you're going to get. At a time, my business was able to do $6 million worth of hard and private money loans because they saw my business credit, how much money I was moving around through the business, and it became an absolute no-brainer to go ahead and give me additional capital because they had saw how much money I was moving through my business entity at that point. Okay. There's a lot of people who never get business credit established at all. And that's such a travesty. When you're part of the coaching program, first, one of the first weeks that we're going to meet up is going to be to get your LLC set up, get your business lines of credit set up, get your EIN set up. So when it comes time for you to buy that first deal, you're already ready to rock. You know, and that's going to make a huge difference on your confidence as you're out there writing offers. It's going to make a huge difference on your ability to get hard money loans, which is going to help you to get that deal actually done. And when you have business credit lines, you're going to be way less concerned about how do I pay for the rehab? How do I cover the contractors? How do I go buy the parts at Home Depot? When you have an established EIN, you can get your account set up at Lowe's and Home Depot, these major suppliers of rehab materials, and now you're not tying up any of your own capital getting these deals done. The combination of business lines of credit and lines of credit at these providers is going to allow you to do deals with virtually no none of your own money out of pocket, which simply means you're more likely to get a deal done, and then you can do more deals, right? So that's an excellent combination that only people who are really getting established in the business credit space can fully appreciate how beneficial that is to get done. I would love, love, love to help you to get that done. I am 100% certain that I have done this enough times that I can certainly help you to get it done as well. And overall, guys, it's going to be much easier to finance your deals inside of the business than it's going to be to finance it on your own. And listen, don't feel bad if you're not familiar with this. You know, I work with people all the time who have never set up a business entity. If you've been in the workforce for most of your existence, which describes most people, then don't feel bad about the fact that this is not something that was trained on. Keep in mind that our education system was developed to keep you employed. Okay. So they taught you just enough in school to be a very good employee right? They didn't teach you how to form a business, set all this stuff up. This is not common knowledge, nor is it common sense, okay? You've got to go out there and get the education on that. In the coaching, I walk you through it. In the course, I walk you through it. My objective is going to be to make this easier for you. So as you're setting it up, it's not so difficult to get it set up. But I understand that a lot of people don't have a skill set in this and don't have the understanding on how to do it, okay? So don't feel bad. Let's get you started on getting that set up. That brings us to the part in our show every week where we do our deal analysis. We use Privy to do that. We're going to hop into Privy right now and do our deal analysis. We're going to go to Denver, Colorado today, which is just 60 miles north of where I'm located. There are still a ton of deals in that bustling metropolis. It's a cool place to hang out. You've got the Denver Nuggets, the Colorado Rockies. All I lived downtown Denver for many years. I loved it. One of my favorite places to live. And there are some really cool deals out there right now in the Denver market. As we pop in a privy, the very first one that pops up actually looks kind of promising. It's you got to remember the average price of a home in Denver right now is about five fifty to six hundred thousand dollars. So when I see something for three eighty. I get a little intrigued, maybe not quite the deal I want because note the square footage on this and it looks like a modular, right? We don't generally do modulars, so we're going to skip that one. Try to find something less expensive. 
like I, like I encourage you to do, we want to hop through here and try to find a deal in our local market. We want to do that as often as possible, okay? Because the more often you're training your brain to do deal analysis, the more deals you're going to locate, identify, and be able to do on a consistent basis. Here's one. It's a little two-bedroom, one-bath, but let's use Privy and see if this is actually a deal. What do you think? We hop in here. And we look at the pictures first and foremost, want to see what we're up against. A lot of times you can tell if a property is a deal by its livability, right? They ripped out some parts of this kitchen, right? And didn't complete that. It's got tile floors. Looked like they did a really cool job in the shower surround. So that might be salvageable, right? Or not. But it looks like a deal based on the condition. Next up is, is it a deal based on the price? right? So we hop in here, quick description. It says it's a cosmetic rehab only located in a desired neighborhood. These are all good signs, okay? We want to get verbiage that describes this as a deal because it's going to turn off the retail buyer who's seeing this and going, man, I don't want to do all that work, right? I just want to buy a house. Well, you're looking to buy a deal, right? So this is a sign that this is a deal. It's 882 square feet. I like that because the less square foot, the less the rehab cost is going to be. Everything goes down when you're putting in less square footage, have less square footage to work with. Lastly, we're looking at the sold comps, we're again filtering by we want to see fourth quarter or later, right? Because we want to go back about three months and see what stuff is selling for in this neighborhood right now. Well, I'm looking through this and not getting a warm and fuzzy on the first couple. Somebody stole this bad boy at 150 grand, another one at 195. That's, I mean, these are really good deals for somebody else. The first one that comes up is really a deal is this one on Rally Street, which went for 406, but that's not going to do it for what we're trying to sell ours at, right? So that makes this an unretailable deal. This one on Utica might work because it went for 555. This is an investor listing. And one of the things I love about Privy is it filters by investor. It's finding other flips in the market so you can see what investors are doing in the neighborhood. This is a 3-2. We are a, if I remember correctly, a 2-1. So it's not a great comp on the scale of things, but it does give you an idea on what it's going to take to get to 555. You would need another bedroom, right? And you would need another bathroom to get here, but it gives you some signs as what your end product should look like in order to get this done. Note the white cabinets, the new fixtures here, the gorgeous appliances, everything you think a retail buyer would want. Does this make this deal we're looking at work? No, at this point, I would say this is not really a deal, but the point is we did a deal analysis today. We know that this is not a viable deal and we can move forward and know that this is not a deal that we need to be doing. Okay, so let's close that up so you get a feel for it. Guys, if you're going to do a deal, a lot of your time is going to be spent doing deal analysis on non-deals. Okay, you don't just walk in and find the first deal and you're ready to go. You're setting yourself up to understand deal analysis. And by using Privy in this situation, you can set it up so you can get emailed good deals that fit your criteria in your area, getting a constant deal flow right into your inbox as the best deals right there in your local market. It's an incredible tool. If you would do me the favor of signing up using my affiliate link, it's bit.ly forward slash FDC Privy and you will avoid analysis paralysis entirely. You will find deals in your local market that are on the market and you will establish your ground as a real estate investor wherever you happen to be located. 
Okay, so we hit this one hard and fast today. I want to I want to end that on that note. So that's going to kind of be our show for today. A couple of housekeeping notes before we wrap up today. Join the Facebook group. Head out to fdcoachgroup.com. Join the Facebook group. Become part of the conversation. Get some free tips and tricks. Each and every single week, we do a Q&A session featuring yours truly. Where we're going to go over deals and people's markets. We're going to discuss trends that are happening in the marketplace. We're going to get used started on doing deals. It's more of a live Q&A, so you can ask me direct questions, hop online, take advantage of that. And of course, get involved by scheduling a coaching assessment call. You can go to foreclosuredealscoach.com, click on the coaching assessment call link right there on the screen. We can set up a time to discuss whether coaching is right for you at your phase of real estate investing. And if it's not, we can discuss my course, the five F's of foreclosure investment system, where you can get started investing on your own kind of a do it yourself course. Again, featuring me walking through all the top tips that you're going to need to get started and condensing it down to one very easy to use, easy to function course that'll help you to get your first deal done. All right. With that, this is Donnie Corum. Thanking you so much for tuning in each and every single week to the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast. I really appreciate it. And reminding you now and always, don't buy a house, buy a deal. Thank you for tuning in to the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast. If you like what you heard here today, remember new episodes are uploaded weekly. Subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast. Do you want more of the Foreclosure Deals Coach? Are you ready to learn the mindset, tactics, and tools required to be a successful real estate investor? If so, click the link below to schedule a one-on-one coaching call today with Donnie Quorum, the Foreclosure Deals Coach, to determine if coaching is right for you. And remember, don't buy a house, buy a deal.